keys, tackle box in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout and bass And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm fishing for bunion country Kicking things off on the final week of Fish and Paul Bunyan Country with a visit to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Checking in with Ethan Rogers at Northwoods Bait and Tackle. First of all, Ethan, can you hear me today? I can. Because <laughs> as I know you were in a loud volume area this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I've got to have a couple, a couple days to recoup now. Okay. Well, you know, for those who, who don't know, Ethan uh, was at uh, Metallica in Grand Forks this weekend, and I guess that was something you'd been looking forward to a long time, huh? Yeah, you bet. That's one of my one of my favorite bands. So it was definitely a bucket list item to to see them live in concert. So that was it was great to have them this close. Was it, was it a good show? It was a great show. You bet. Okay. Yeah. They could still rack it. They, they, you know, for right from the start all the way through, they never let up. It, it was amazing. They, cool. They still got it. All right, so that gives you a little bit of uh, momentum going into the week, huh? Yeah, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's talk fishing. Now we, we've got the music uh, covered now. Let's go into the fishing. Uh, how's it been the, these last couple weeks? You know, it, it, the bite's still been good. Um, as we keep dropping these water temps a little bit, I just hear more and more of the bite picking up for folks. Um, I was actually able to get out for a day yesterday, so oh. uh, I was out over on Cass Lake and you know, had, even in the wind, we didn't have any problem putting some walleyes in the boat. They're, they're out there, and kind of the same thing on Bemidji. A little bit of everything seems to be working right now. You know, some guys are getting limits, some guys aren't. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it's kind of across the board with minnows or leeches, if you can find them, crawlers or crankbaits. Everything, everything has its place out there right now. Well, the thing about Bemidji, it's been pretty solid most of the year. I think there was a couple weeks stretch here in August where it kind of cooled down a bit. But yep. uh, Cass Lake also, uh, but I think the trick for Cass Lake has been people figuring out when you can catch fish now that that water is cleared up even more due to the zebra mussels. Right, right. You definitely got to adjust your, your presentation. You know, the fish are still there. Uh, they're still on the old haunts. It's, it's, you don't matter if they slide out deeper. Do you have to long line a little bit more to, you know, so you're not spooking them? And, you know, guys, are they're, they're driving around looking for fish, and you got to keep in mind that you're spooking a lot of those fish with the boat. So if you're not seeing those fish up in, you know, 15 feet or less, the fish are still there. They just You're not seeing them on your locator because they're, they're seeing that boat before you get there, and they're, they're moving. Okay. Well, uh, again, uh, it has been a pretty good week for the, or a pretty good year for those lakes. Uh, it was a pretty good year for Black Duck. Uh, red is, is, is red. Uh, what have you been hearing up there lately? You know, I, again, I'm selling a lot of bait to guys heading up that way. I just okay. never hear back from them how they do. <laughs> but uh, Black Duck has just been, you know, that's been kind of the star here this summer. Yeah. Guys have been going up there and catching a lot of, uh, lot of walleyes uh, pretty much consistently, I think, um, from the sound of it there. So that, that's been good. Um, you know, a lot of guys heading up for from here for uh, Lake of the Woods. Oh. Boy, that bait has just been phenomenal up there, too. Yeah, there have been, I mean, there's been a lot of lakes that it hasn't been, you know, great, but then there's those those four or five lakes that have had uh, really pretty amazing years. Yeah, yeah, they really have. Well, let's talk muskies a little bit. I know you like to go catch those guys. What have you been hearing from the muskie guys? You know, we had the big Frank Schneider this weekend, and it looks like there were plenty of fish boated and some, some really nice ones. Uh, 54 and a half uh, might have been the biggest one. Don't quote me on that. I haven't okay. had a chance to review all the stats, but uh, 
I know of a 53 and a half taken on Bemidji. Um, some just some beautiful fish out there, and uh, I was fortunate enough to get out and, and toss around a little bit here too. It's a little further north. I took a little vacation up on Lake of the Woods, but uh, uh, you know we didn't have have any trouble getting getting fish up there too, and got a nice 51 incher. So the fish are snapping. It sounds like uh, you know most places right now. Wow, I know that you know. Minnesota, by and large, wants to have a good number of big fish to catch. That's kind of how they manage it. Right. Uh, what would you say is the lake that's got the biggest muskies right now? Your best chance of catching a big muskie? If you're just looking for a big muskie, just go to Bemidji or Plangenet and just keep casting. You know, okay. the odds are you, know, you put in enough time, you're going to be rewarded with that 50-incher. And if you're looking for numbers, I know Leech is probably the, the number one choice within an hour's drive. Yeah, Leech, uh, Cast, you know, is a, is a little yep. bit more, I guess I'd say average fish, you know, those, those 40, uh, 45, you know, even your upper 30-inch fish. And then Big Lake, you know, has a really mm-hmm. good population there, too. What about Le- uh, Lake of the Woods? Is that, a, is that big fish? Is that a lot of fish? Is it kind of a combo? Yeah, it's a lot of fish. You know, we're talking the Canadian side, you know, up in the island area. Um, you know, we had uh, three boats in our group, and in the two and a half days that we were up there fishing for uh, for the little Gilham uh, Muskie Zinc tournament, we we were able to get 16 fish in the boat in the two and a half days. So wow. there's plenty of fish to be had up there, but the, you know, a lot of average, uh, what I, I call Lake of the Woods standard issues. You know, your 36 to 40 inches is a lot of those. So you know, if you get a 50 incher up there, that's that's something to talk about. You know, we're 50 inches down here are definitely more common than they are up that way. What should we be throwing right now? Bucktails or topwaters? Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of been the from the sound of it where most of the action's been had here. You know, we're it up with speed. You know, try faster, try slower, uh, see what the fish are, are doing, and just kind of you know change your tactics as needed. Are they transitioning, or are they in uh, pretty predictable spots right now? They're really predictable right now. You know, go up, uh, hit your shallow, your shallow weeds. Um, you know, some guys have been targeting them up in two, three foot of water even. So there's there's some fish really pushed up shallow up on the sand or on the rocks. Um, but, yeah, if you hit your cabbage beds, there, there's no time like the present right now to get out there and cast over those weed beds. Still to come, we talk bass angling with Ethan and the final question of the year for the aquatic biologist, Dr. Andy Hafes. If you don't like fishing, please leave this zip code immediately. This is Fishing Ball Bunny Country. You're listening to Fishing Ball Bunyan Country. Ethan Rogers from Northwoods Bait and Tackle, my guest today. Had a chance to talk with Henry Drews from the Northwest Regional Fisheries Office. Uh, that will be on the show later this week as we wrap up the year. But um, it sounds to me like this year for bass anglers has been pretty near paradise. It's been unbelievable. It is. You know, and I've said this before, that we are so blessed to have the bass lakes that we have here that just aren't pressured. You know, the bass guys that head up this way, they're, they're just, I think they're blown away by, by the amount of fish that are in these lakes. Um, and, and I don't want to say they're easy to catch, but if you go out and you're targeting bass, you're, you're going to catch some bass. Oh, no question. And, and like you say, there's so many lakes. You know, um, I, I've talked to Carl at Timberline a few times, and 
he says, you know, there aren't that many people in the Black Duck area that even go bass fishing, and then you got that whole uh, set of lakes over there in the uh, Chippewa National Forest on the scenic highway. They're just loaded with bass. Yep, yep, they are. You, know, you can almost throw a dart on the board and hit a different lake, and it, it's got bass in it. Have you heard from too many guys taking advantage of that new northern regulation this year? Yeah, I know of a few. Um, we've had some guys in, you know, uh, loading up on the on the little sucker minnows, and they've been out uh, doing the, the bobber rigs for them, and Catching a lot of pike. Um, like I said before, there's some nice ones that were caught on Bemidji, but a lot of guys taking, you know, those standard uh, standard size, smaller ones that they can, and, you know, everything from pickling to frying, and they're, they're, they seem to seem to take advantage of the limit, so. Okay. Um, we're going to be heading, we're going to be done with Fishing Paul Bunyan Country this week. We'll continue with our weekly outdoor show. Certainly we'll be talking with you about fishing uh, throughout the course of the uh, winter and, and fall. But uh, right now, if you were to give people some advice on a fall bite, um, what are some of the benchmarks they should be looking for to know that the fall bite has really kicked in? And, and what are the ways they should be looking for fish then? You know, keep watching those water temps drop. Um, fish are going to get more aggressive, especially on on the jigs and the minnows. Um, you know, the shiner bite's going to kick back up here again, the golden shiners. Um, don't hesitate to go shallow. You know, we're, you have that turnover. It gets a little tougher there for a little bit. But right now, with these cooler nights, that crankbait bite on Lake Bemidji, if you can get out there and hit that center bar or, uh, you know, some of the, the regular haunts out there, there's a lot of fish to be had. All right, Ethan Rogers is from Northwoods Bait and Tackle, a new business this year. It's had a lot of success, and I assume uh, you're going to keep the lights on over the winter so the ice anglers can get some bait and uh, tackle from you too? You bet. We're here all winter. We're actually going to stay open all fall, uh, help the, the guys out with sucker minnows or crappie minnows or anything else you need. We're going to be here. Ethan, thanks for your time today. We always appreciate it. Yes, thank you, Kev. Appreciate it. Up next, our final visit for the year with the aquatic biologist, Dr. Andy Hafes of Bemidji State University. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Ask the aquatic biologist. Checking back in with the aquatic biologist, Dr. Andrew Hafes. Uh, Andy, you know, besides having a lot of walleyes in it... <laughs> What are the main characteristics of a strong walleye fishery? And what I mean by that is when you're looking at these lakes that, that really produce good walleyes, what are some of the common denominators we see in all of those lakes? Well, fish species distributions are largely determined by temperature, dissolved oxygen, and then just accessibility. So we're fortunate enough in this part of the country to have our lakes uh, during the peak of summer land right in that sweet spot, right? We've mentioned it before, 18 to 22 degrees Celsius, 64 to 72 degrees Fahrenheit. That's when walleye are really thriving. So if you can have that temperature for an extended period in the summer, they're going to do really well in terms of growth. Their metabolism is in sync, right? So when they get a, a, a fish that they can catch, they get a maximum bang from it. Um, they can be active, all kinds of things. So that's kind of primary is that the temperature range has got to be there okay. right if, if it gets too lethal it's they're all going to die right right i mean so you can't have them when it gets too warm and if it doesn't get warm enough right they can't grow fast enough or they just can't put on the the biomass needed okay. so like i said temperature is a driving factor and the oxygen i bring up because around here we have lakes that are shallow and then they 
are very productive, but they winter kill. So mm -hmm. if that keeps happening, you can't have a walleye population as well. So typically there's got to be a little bit of depth, enough depth uh, to be able to make it through the winter. Okay. The connectivity, humans are really good at moving fish around, so that's kind of been alleviated. But naturally, uh, when the glaciers receded, there was a massive lake at that leading edge, right? Yeah. And so everything was basically connected at one time here. And that's why there's basically the same fish composition in all the lakes, walleye, perch, pike, right? Uh, so that's yeah. not too large of an issue. But there are some parts of the country where if you start heading south, maybe they just never had a chance to get there. Right. 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 Okay. And maybe the temperature is good, the, you know, the DO is fine, or dissolved oxygen is fine, but they just never had an opportunity. And that's where the humans come in, where we've been moving fish around like crazy. Does it really matter <clears throat> what kind of um, food sources there are, or do fish adapt to what's in the lake they find themselves in? Well, they've evolved to have a certain type of prey, right? And yeah. perch and walleye have evolved together. So typically that's their... And, and it's a great food source for them because throughout the entire stage of the game, when they're a one-year-old, they can feed on the prey, the same year class of perch, right? And they can just track it all the way through. So yeah. it works really well for them. Uh, so that's a really good one to have is just the perch. But um, they like to eat a lot of other things too. You know, your your lakes that really produce some big walleye tend to have ciscos in. Right? Okay, can, yeah. And it's a similar thing with muskies too. It's just these big cisco... You know, they're so energy-rich that when a fish can get a hold of them, they grow like crazy, right? Yeah. So, uh, there's a couple of really kind of key prey there. All right. You you mentioned, uh, you know, um, having different different types of fish in a lake. Um, we've introduced muskies in a lot of lakes that typically hadn't had them before. That, I mean, it's a little bit off the track here, but uh, that hasn't seemed to have much of an impact on any populations as far as you know or has there's it? a lot of research ongoing under that and we're hoping to do some more in the future at bsu and with the dnr on that topic in particular okay um, and i think that's an area where we really need to keep looking into it uh, mus big musky are tough to sample right and, <laughs> and then to look at the diet uh, without sacrificing them and you don't want to sacrifice a musky because there's only you know in bemidji four to six hundred of them to get a good sample of, you know, assessing their diet for a season, you need at least 30 from an age group. So you just can't do that. Yeah, that's tough. So that's a hurdle that has to be overcome, and we're going to try to do that in some future research projects to figure out how to really assess their diet and, and really look at that overlap. Um, the DNR has done some nice work looking at, like, isotopes and looking at the diet overlap there, and there's a little bit that indicates. Uh, but... Okay. You're right. In, in general, I haven't seen or heard of too many systems where the walleye population has crashed because of muskies, right? And, yeah. and Bemidji is a great example. It's a phenomenal walleye fishery. It is. And a phenomenal muskie fishery. Yeah. So, Does size of lake matter as far as, for example, let's talk walleyes. Around here, you know, it's there aren't very many real small lakes that have decent walleye numbers. Got tons of bass, got tons of, a lot of them have tons of sunfish panfish sure. but not walleyes so is is lake size does that matter yeah that's a, a tough question i think I, it's got to be big enough to hold enough solid habitat throughout the winter for sure mm -hmm. uh, but you think about like grace lake isn't that large right no There's walleye in that yeah uh, but it does seem like the hot spots and the 
you know, world-class fisheries are like the reds, uh, you know, Winnebagosh, leech, and cast, things mm-hmm. like that. Those are yeah. – so size definitely plays a little bit there. Um, okay. One one thing that I think that probably does a little bit is smaller lakes may uh, have a little bit larger issue with sedimentation, right? Okay. And large lakes have nice wind sh- windswept shorelines, yeah. and that keeps that gra- gravel and cobble open for them to reproduce in. So you got to have – that was one aspect that I didn't touch on earlier. You know, you need the temperatures – you need the dissolved oxygen. You need the prey base. You also need spawning habitat. So whether there's a river attached that they can go up and find their gravels and cobbles or windswept shorelines that keep the sediments free, you need that yeah. as well. Size may come into play there. Okay. On another fascinating question for our aquatic biologist, Dr. Andrew Haves. Andy, thanks for your time today and all season. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Michelle, Bob, 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 Bob